when you look at credibility in, in today's space, I feel like the internet's so crowded, right? Like we have so many people that are putting out content and doing these different things. Like how do you know and how do you differentiate when you're speaking to somebody that they have that credibility that they're like, yeah, man, I should ask them questions. What's up, everybody? Welcome to The Start Down. I'm your host, Mike Ficarra, and you're probably asking yourself, what is The Start Down? Well, we all know the startup is a great idea or a business that maybe you're just getting going, but I want to talk about what happens when you get to work, and that's what The Start Down is all about. We're going to bring great guests here for you on the show, people who have had massive success, people who are trying to build businesses, and I'm even going to share with you some of my own experiences. And I always say, this is a little bit like a buffet. Take what you need and leave the rest. So without further ado, let's head to the show. Right. Thank you for tuning in to another exciting episode of The Start Down. Man, I am so excited you guys are here today. And I can't believe that we are this far into 2020. Uh, uh, full transparency, I'm recording this in January. It's probably going to release in February. So we should be in February. So I hope I hope January went well, <laughs> which I think it did. And if it didn't, I'll, I'll do a little intro to this episode to preface that. But really excited you're here. And you guys know this year I've, I've really tried to step it up and bring in more guests and bring in more people. It's easy to bring in, like I said, the heavy hitters, not that hard to get on the show. We all know that. But I like to bring in people that are really out there doing it, really out there making things happen. And and really, I, I hope you're taking away nuggets from these. And I appreciate everybody that's been sending me messages saying they are. But today, I'm excited to have Luke on. And Luke is someone who I have been following for quite a long time. And actually, the person who started my podcast for me, who got it up and running for me, she was actually on Luke's show a while back. But I'm going to let Luke introduce himself because no one introduces Luke better than himself, probably. So Luke, let's <laughs> tell everybody who you are and a little bit about what you do. And then we're going to dive right into it today. Yeah, awesome, man. Um, so my name is Luke Burrows. I am 24 from the UK and I am the founder of a personal growth community that's called Grow Together, fellow podcaster, and um, yeah, just somebody that likes to spread positivity and help people ultimately to move towards their goals and to pretty much do what they love. So that's pretty much me in about, I don't know, how long was that? Like 30 seconds or something? Yeah, not even, um, not even, not even. There we go. So yeah, man, and it feels like we've been connected a long time. So it's good to finally have like this conversation on here. So, you know, you talk about growth in communities and we know, you know, I think moving into 2020 and we look at the last 10 years, everyone's been so reflective. You know, I, as many of you know, I used to be a teacher when I taught in the early 2000s and Luke, you're making me feel a little bit old here, but you know, in 2007 uh, to about 2010, I had a podcast that I used in my classroom. So I was, I was using the medium even back then for test reviews and just basic communications. It's nothing new, but how have you seen Luke? And I, and I know you're very active on your podcast. You've had a couple different shows. How do you see podcasting, you know, changing just your, your everyday business and how you do things? Yeah, great question. I think for me, the big thing this has helped me, and we kind of was talking about it before, before you, you know, you hit record, is that community that you build. Um, and I think it's a great way that also how you can share value with other people, because a lot of people, you know, in the busy world that we live in, might not have time to sit down and watch video, you know, so they might be on the train, or they might be, you know, going for a run. So you know, when I go running, I listen to podcasts myself, you know. Um, and so you know, for somebody who then listens to podcasts, I'm always learning, you know, I'm always um, learning from the people that I, you know, um, like, you know, like my go-to people. And so I just think it's that it's just another touch point, I think, for 
businesses where they can just provide more value to people, where people then don't have to sit down and like watch a video or something, you know? So I think, would think, you know, podcasting has really changed what I do because it's allowed me to connect with more people, you know, and obviously in business, you need people to, you know, kind of either, you know, customers or whatever, or, you know, with collabs or whatever it is, you need people. So it's helped me to connect with a lot more people. And then, yeah, just, you know, share value in a way where I think is very flexible. So, you know, actually I use video on my podcast. So you have the video, the audio, and then you can actually extract like, you know, the written stuff, can't you, from it and maybe turn it into a blog post or, you know, whatever it is. So I think podcasts are very flexible, lots of different things you can do with them. um, And yeah, it just helps you to connect with people, build relationships and um, provide more value. So what do you find? And I know, you know, in, in doing that, what's, what's one particular scenario where, where you've had a podcast um, or you've either been a guest or, or the podcast has created business for you or generated something? What's something where, where organically that's happened? Because I think what happens is a lot of people want to force it. <laughs> you yeah. just can't do that. It's not like, hey, put the podcast out and talk about your six products this month. That doesn't always work. What have you found is the best way to really create relationships, either in general or maybe a specific example? Yeah. So, you know, there's, there's been a few occasions where I've went on to a guest, you know, as, as you know, like this, a guest podcast with no intention for it to happen. And then people who's listened to that episode have then reached out to me directly and like wanted to know more about what I do. And then, you know, we dive into that conversation, but you know, I don't go into, you know, doing these things with that type of like mindset, you know, it's just yeah. about going in sharing kind of any that va- you know the value or any value that i have to share to hopefully help somebody else in their journey or you know you know whatever they're going through you know even if it's just one person but you know that you know that has then happened where people have then got back to me you know want to learn more about what i do learn more about grow together learn more about even podcasting you know like in the last six months people have come to me and was like luke you know really really want to start my own podcast from listening to your mm-hmm. podcast like what's the first step do i take do i you know, what microphone do I get, you know, kind of all, right. all these other questions. So yeah, it's been really interesting and in, in that and something like I never kind of thought would happen that, you know, because you have a podcast, then other people would see you as kind of like an expert, even though you, you know, like you don't necessarily feel like, I don't feel like an expert at podcasting, you know, but people yeah. still reach out and it's like, so yeah, what microphone do I join? you know, you know, what hosting service do I do, do anchor or do I do, you know, one of the others, you know what I'm saying? So yeah. it's definitely been those reach outs from my own podcast and going on as a guest to, um, on other podcasts. Yeah. And I think it's, it goes back to, right. Like people don't want to sell. And, and, and so many people I know that have successful podcasts have said that I even had a, one of my clients do one today that we recorded and he was just like, I'm just so fascinated by this whole thing. He's like, I haven't listened to one episode yet because I don't want to hear myself. I'll be too critically good. But I told him, you know, his audience size and his growth kind of like at the gate. And he's like, wow. I'm like, I'm like, yeah, like, and you know, people want to know. And he's, he's head of a corporation and his employees, you know, have engaged with it as well. And it's just been storytelling. I think it gives a level, like, it's funny because I've even had a lot of my clients that have had podcasts and then it's like, you find out like what's their favorite food or like, <laughs> yeah. now I'm like, Oh, finally I know what to send them for like their birthday or I know what to get them on different things. It's just even silly stuff like that, but it does let you build relationships and, and, and let you go through that. You know? And I think, you know, you mentioned something where like people are now like, Hey, you're an expert. Like when you look at credibility in, in today's space, I feel like the internet's so crowded, right? Like we have so many people that are putting out content and doing these different things. Like 
how do you know and how do you differentiate when you're speaking to somebody that they have that credibility that they're like, yeah, man, I should ask them questions or turn to them or, or seems like an expert in, in a crowded space because you seem to have established that for yourself. What is it that you use to look at in other people when it comes to that? Yeah, great question. I think the, for me, you know, just talking for me, I think having actually like some type of relationship with them. So like, so I, I'll dive into that because I think so you know, I have, you know, people that I've connected with who, let's just say they're leadership coaches or mindset coaches or whatever it is. And, you know, they might not be like the biggest, you know, mindset coach, or whatever it is, but because they've spent time to have, you know, conversations with me, you know, they haven't been like directly into, you know, like here's, here's my program, whatever. We've had time to develop the relationship for me, you know, it's probably something linked to my personal values or something. I'm probably much more likely to, um, you know, kind of go to them and have conversations with them rather than somebody who's maybe a little bit bigger and has like this awesome program, but is a bit more, you know, like, I mean, you, you know, you get them on Instagram, whatever it is, but a bit more like salesy type of thing. But that's mm -hmm. just for me. So that's thing number one is the relationship that I have with them. But two is, is ultimately like results. Like, you know, who, who have they helped? You know, because, you know, it's all like businesses, on you know like but you know the first thing for me is the amount of value that they give and just having that relationship with them but then obviously you've got to look at their business results and then how many people they've helped and you know kind of the impact that they've created however i do i do also think like when people are just getting started you know it's you know they're like they're not going to have those results you know yeah. so the results take time so that's why for me like the first thing is actually are they going to you know build a relationship and through that start to provide value see you know like see if they kind of you know know what they're on about if that's like mindset coaching or if that's podcasting or if that's content in general like content marketing or whatever it is yeah and just develop that develop that relationship and then as that goes on then look at their results if that makes sense yeah no 100 percent so and and you mentioned being 24, right? And and obviously, mm -hmm. you know, I kid around my, my wife and I, when we got married, we were in our 20s and she's like, I can't wait for people to see us as like older, you know, that was always mm -hmm. like her thing. She's like, oh, I always feel like people think we're young. And now as, as uh, I'm approaching 40, she's, she's still in her 30s. You know, we start to see that as like, you know, oh, it's different now, right? Like, like you start to feel, which is like good and bad because <laughs> like mm -hmm. you start to get questioned a little bit less, but then also you, you feel old, <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> How so? Like, talk to me a little bit because you, you're very well spoken. You, you're very knowledgeable on your craft. How have you gone on this journey? I mean, did you go to college? Did you, you know, what was what was the path for you to get to this point where, like, you kind of like, hey, I'm the expert in this, even though I'm 24. Do you run into that first of all? I guess is that a problem? And then how did you end up on on the journey to where you are now? Yeah, so I definitely don't feel like an expert. I think for me, it's just documenting kind of. You know, so I'm a huge fan of like. Gary Vee in that you know so for me yeah. it's just about documenting like my truth you know he talks about that and just the thing you know like the things that I've learned and has helped me to grow you know to grow personally to things in business like learning from my mistakes in business and just yeah just wanting to like live it's cliche but like live my best life you know like I'm yeah. super shit scared I'm allowed to swear yeah yeah, yeah. go for it yeah <laughs> she, um, she'd be like shit scared of like having regrets when i'm like 90 years old in my rocking chair like shit like i wanted to start that business when i was 20 and i didn't you know like that's yeah. something that in the back of my mind 
but yeah, you know, so I went to college. First year was okay. Second year was crap, basically. I was like, you know, I'm not having <laughs> So then I left. Six months out, kind of, you know, what, what do I do? You know, at this mm-hmm. time I was like 17. Knew I wanted to run my own business. Didn't want to go down like a traditional path. But 17, knew nothing. Didn't even know about like the whole online world. You know, like no idea. I probably just, you know, at the time, I just used kind of like the internet for checking football scores or something. Right, yeah, simple. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So no idea about like the whole online world. So I thought, you know, next step would be business apprenticeship or something, you know, with like a local small business or company. So I went into there thinking, you know, learn all these amazing things about business, turned out to ultimately you know i always say like just turned out to be like that admin guy you know i remember like going into the office just like stack of papers with like file them luke and i'm like where's i want to learn about business and everything you know kind of so i admittedly i stayed there much more longer than i should have just because you get into the cycle like the thing i wanted to avoid you know like the nine Mm -hmm. to five just kind of got you know got into it they offered me full time i was just like yeah you know i'd just be here for you know six months or something and you know time just goes then it was probably about i don't know 18 months in and i was like nah you know i was uh facing like anxiety and depression and everything because i was just unfulfilled in what i was doing and i was like no i'm gonna start my own business because this way hasn't worked and that's kind of where it started really um got into like affiliate marketing and everything and then that led me to personal growth and then one day i decided that actually it's more helping people with their personal growth and their mindset. That's what I wanted to do. And um, nothing wrong with like affiliate marketing or network marketing or, or anything, but they just weren't the business models for me. And I wanted to create something of my own. And so, yeah, that's pretty much uh, how I got, got started really. So, so then tell me a little, like, who are, you know, I know you mentioned some of the different types of people you work with, the coaches and things like that. What's a, what's a typical client like for you? Like, what is the process of, you know, what they go through when they work with you? Yeah. So, I mean, even in, even in that, you know, it's changed over the, like the last 18 months. So when I first got started, I was working with somebody and so I was kind of doing like, you know, like mentoring and coaching, but I never felt like felt I was a coach, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. You know, um, I was like, yeah, you know, like I, I'm not quite feeling this type of thing. Did um, you have a coach at the time or? Yeah. So, so I, I was like looking for his stuff and I was like, yeah, like this is how I want my website to be. You know, he had, he had like this awesome like lead magnet, you know, like on the, like, the front page. I was like, amazing. Started to work with him and I was doing it, you know, I was doing coaching and everything, mentoring, mentors, you know, some, you know, some young people, young entrepreneurs and everything. And yeah, I, I don't, don't know what it was, but I just didn't feel like I was a coach, you know? I think my approach is more, kind of just that, that, that freedom and like flexibility and I think with coaching I know it's it's good you know obviously I've had coaches and and everything I just didn't feel it you know it was for me so then it's kind of morphed more into well then when I created grow together like at the same time I had the, the community it was just a Facebook group and so then we've really de- or you know I've really developed that into a platform that's kind of off of the Facebook group have our own platform with community forums then beginning of last year, we've launched uh, like the e-learning side of things. So we have like the e-learning library with different personal growth tools and resources and everything. And then, yeah, then got into the, the whole podcasting game and that. 
So in terms of like clients, so it's, it's very much people who I suppose kind of like I was a few years ago, know that they want to do more than the nine to five. You know, they want to, you know, experience more, you know, than society kind of tells them and they want to follow that traditional path, but they might have their parents pushing them into, you know, career path or uni or something that they're not you know, they, they just don't want to do, you know, or maybe if it's someone a bit older, so in their 30s, and they've already done that, and now they want to step out and live their passion. So very much like aspiring entrepreneurs. And yes, it's like kind of like, you know, like that millennial range, younger people, although we are, are attracting people in their 30s in, in that as well. So we're kind of adapting, you know, as, mm-hmm. as, we're, as we're growing as well. And I think just in society, I suppose it's like that, that shift you know where more people are kind of realizing that actually they don't need to work the nine to five but you know there are some people who you know that's still for them and, and that's okay I was, I was having a well I posted something on my Facebook the other day and this person commented about it and yeah it, it, it was interesting but uh yeah <laughs> yeah it's, it, it's funny because you know when I grew up it was it was there was network marketing and, and my parents were in Amway which is one of the network marketing businesses and now it seems like there's so much more but like that was the only group that I ever knew that was kind of like preaching that like oh if you don't want to work a nine-to-five you do network marketing yeah. and it was like that was the only outlet and I, and I think it's great I love it I, I think it's like entrepreneurship in the box but it's also not for everybody so it's like if that didn't fit you then sometimes it was like well you could start a business that was the only other option but that was like a business was like usually like a, a store or something mm. now it's just like so limitless and and you know i have four kids and people even always ask me like well you know what about college for them and I, say, I don't know what they're going to do like and and you know maybe they will maybe they won't maybe it'll be good maybe it won't but they, there's so many limitless potentials now to do things to start a business you know that that that's become such a broad term which to me is exciting right and and i kid around with people i i still know what i want to be when i grow up <laughs> and and that ability to adapt, I think is great. And you hit on two points. You said two things. One was uh, you talked about you went through a period of depression and frustration and anger. And then you talked about how it really moved you to want to serve others and, and, and focus on that and the idea of personal development and the library you've created. Why is personal development so important? I mean, and, you know, especially in, in today's society where it seems like, yeah, but we're all connected. There's motivational videos all over Facebook. Like, do we really need personal development? Like, is that really that important? Like, like why do you feel there's a need for that today? Yeah, well, I think motivational videos online, like, so if people watch them, doesn't mean they're actively like doing personal development, if that makes right. sense. Like yep. anyone can just, you know, my, my, my brother can go and watch a video, but then will he take action on it or do something with that information? You know, like, so I don't think, you know, just because there's videos online, if people may come across them, they're, they're actually, you know, growing and developing themselves. It's a great question. And I think for me, now that I've kind of been in this world for about 18 months or so, it's just become such a part of like my life that actually I can't imagine, you know, not doing it. You know, like I can't imagine not waking up early, doing like my morning routine and everything. That actually, so it's become such a part of me that actually is quite of a difficult question. Like, so why do people need to do this, you know? And ultimately I think, um, like, why wouldn't somebody want to be their best selves? Why wouldn't somebody want to improve their relationships? Why wouldn't somebody want to be healthier, have, you know, like think differently, you know, like more abundance, more positivity, more optimism? Like, why wouldn't somebody want to share more kindness with people? Why wouldn't somebody want to like do all these things? You know, why wouldn't somebody want to 
um, when there's a challenge or a potential problem, not think, oh, you know, that that's a challenge. I'm not going to, I'm going to shy away from it, but you know, like face it in the eyes really, and, you know, overcome it. Mm-hmm. Like, why wouldn't somebody not want to do that? Yeah. You know? Yeah. And, and it's, and, and I think you, you hit the nail on the head. Everybody wants to. They just don't, right? Like, like I don't think I don't think anyone <laughs> that doesn't want to do that. They just don't take the leap, and it's like it, it's so funny too. Like, once you do make the decision to do that, it changes your perspective, and it just becomes like, how did I live life not this way? You know? Um, and, and I think the great thing is we we have the ability to do that. I know you said you're in the UK, correct? I am. So, do you see any difference though? You know, I think the world's getting smaller. You know, I mm. did. Uh, you know, I've done business in Israel. I've spent some time over there. I've done some stuff in the Caribbean and, and Latin America. You know, the world's getting smaller. Do you see difference though? Because like, obviously you're very connected to, to an American audience and, and it's For not sure. like, like a smaller area. Do you see a lot of differences between, you know, the different sides of the globe or different countries or different areas? Or do you feel like we're all kind of starting to hit a very well connected, you know, you know, especially when it comes to personal development, right? Because I think in some areas of the world, it's a little more comfortable talking about it than others do you see that that barrier being broken down do you see we're all starting to become a little more connected or do you see like man it's really uh, we see america is doing things completely different and we do things this way no not really not really i think i I, so i can only obviously talk from the people that i've connected with in the community that i'm kind of you know connecting with um but no i think that's one you know i always talk about it as one of the I kind of want to say surprises about like diving into like business and that. Like I could three years ago, never imagine doing this. Yeah. You know, it's like, what? Like, you know, so when I bring people on my podcast, I'm like Australia. Or when I jump on a zoom call with somebody from Australia and it's like, really? And, and so, and then it's interesting. And then you, you jump on and you, you can just relate to them, like their story and your story. And you're like, what? You know, and it's so interesting to me because five years ago or something, the people that I was hanging around, like they would laugh that I'm building my own business. They laugh that I kind of got into affiliate marketing and they're like, you know, kind of taking the piss really. Yeah. And now, you know, and I felt kind of alone back then. And now I can feel so connected to somebody in America or in South America or in Australia. And it's like, but you're like the other side of the world. Yeah. <laughs> you know? And so, yeah, for me, like those sorts of things have just kind of mind blown me, really. And that's one of the major kind of surprises that I've kind of come across how, how when you start to put yourself out there and actually start to use social media as a tool to connect with like-minded people, things can just take off. Yeah. Yeah, no, I, I agree 100%. And it's amazing the communities you could step into. And it, it's always funny when I get in groups and, and I meet people like yourself where I see like, oh man, like, you know, this person's from here and they're from there. And it's like, oh, like, it's just, it's so neat. And, it, and it's such a, and like you said, we're on a call here, like side by side on Zoom, you wouldn't think that like we're in two different places, like, but but we are and and sharing though very shared experiences. And I think knowing the world's smaller makes us all a little bit more connected. So you know, I, I really, really think it's a great point. And, and on that note, Luke, I, listen, man, I really appreciate you being on today. This has just been, you know, like I said, I've been following your content for a while. I've really enjoyed it. And I know I'm hoping to be, I think I'm on your podcast coming up in February, I believe, right? So, so that should Absolutely. be, I'm look, looking forward to that. But, you know, uh, if anybody wants to learn more about your connector or, or they want to grow together with you, right? If they want to grow with you, what's the best way? I'm not the first one to say that, am I? Um, <laughs> what's the best way for them to find you? Yeah. So, so even on that, like, that's the whole 
purpose of growing together you know because i you know like like i keep saying like five years ago i was like hmm like i'm here you know trying to figure out my purpose i'm not the surely in the whole you know 7.1 billion people on the planet i'm not like the only person who kind of wants more than the traditional way of doing things or you know what's got there and live their purpose so yeah that's why i go for create a great together and yeah you're not the only person to to say that man but um yeah so people can follow me across social media with the username real luke burrows it's the same for everywhere i'm probably most active on instagram first then maybe facebook i'm trying to get into tiktok as well which is interesting yes yes uh, yes yes we're all we're all trying to get into TikTok. <laughs> we're all trying to do that <laughs> what are we supposed uh, to be doing here dancing yeah, I, it's like, giving what? advice i don't know yet <laughs> that's it man that's it all the above and so, then uh yeah if people want to learn more about grow together then just go to growtogethernetwork.com and the two is the number two so grow number two and then together network.com love it love it guys make sure that you do check luke out i appreciate you tuning in appreciate you listening today as well um, if you'd like to learn more or hear more great episodes like this visit the startdown.com uh we'll also have links to all of luke's social media in there and to learn a little bit more about me mikefigueroa.com and hey i want i want you to be a guest on the podcast so go to that mikefigueroa.com there's schedule a call and we'll see if we can't put something together so once again appreciate you listening to the start down and luke thank you for being on the show my pleasure man thank you Thank you, everybody, for tuning into this episode of The Start Down. Once again, I'm your host, Mike Vicara. Make sure you visit me at MikeVicara.com, where you will see links to all my social media, where I'm bringing content like this every day on how you can grow your business and your personal brand. Once again, new episodes dropping every Tuesday, so make sure that you guys like, subscribe, and share the podcast so that you can keep up with what's going on. Once again, appreciate you guys tuning in. I will see you on the next episode of The Start Down.